Thank you for joining us. We are your hosts, Maxim Chalupa and David Tooney. We welcome you to this week's episode of the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell stories and learn from listening. Well, this is weird. Uh, so, so Adriana <laughs> Zamron, Maxim Chalupa, and David Tooney. Welcome yeah. to the Share Share Podcast. It's all of us. Welcome to the podcast. Pretty this cool is, group. This is a good group right here, actually. Mm-hmm. I love it. So It's also a little bit of a sad group, I think. A little, little sad. sad? It's sad and happy. You know, a lot of mixed feelings, I feel. There are, yeah. I feel like we're pretty well-rounded, you know, and just <laughs> we see it all. We can feel it all, too. Yeah. So, so I don't know how we want to run oh. today. A part of me wants to be... But this is just who I am. So, Maxim, you might have to like take control of the interview if if you if you really want to, because part of me wants to just celebrate, you know, the fact that Adriana's here and Adriana is a willing participant to take um, over so many things. Yeah. Um, but but there's just no better person really to run the podcast next year than Adriana, and so. It's weird that we're in the middle of March talking about the end of mm-hmm. the year. And it isn't the end of the year. No. Um, we have more episodes that are coming, but they're going to just be more student-led. And that, that uh, maybe that's what's one of the many interesting things about this episode is that... Um, Does the podcast know? Like No. Maybe we yeah. should so, debrief real quick. Yeah, um, a little bit of context to it. So... Uh, for those of you who don't know, um, I myself am a senior, so I'll be gone next year. So Adriana replaces not only me, but also, unfortunately, she's going to have to also replace um, our beloved Mr. Tooney here. I don't know how I could ever, but <laughs> here we are. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Not replace, but just sort of um, assume the role yeah. or, or take over the role or something like that. So. Oh, I can get replaced, but you can't. <laughs> no, no, sorry. <laughs> No, it's never been that way. Sorry, Maxim. No, no, it's never been that way. No, no. Let's be clear. Like every single year, it's been so much fun to, to work with um, different student producers because everyone has a different style, different parts of the job that they like, you Definitely. know? Definitely. Um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So, so no, not, not replacing <laughs> anybody, but just kind of taking over the role and you're going to do it a little bit differently. Some yeah. things will be the same. It's pretty cool. Well, so next okay. year, you're going, but you're not gone necessarily. I guess, where is it you are going? Okay. Yeah, time to reveal, right? Yeah. So I'm really excited to, to say I'm going to be um, on the administrative side of things as the director of communications for Spring Lake Public School. Woo. Uh, super excited. Um, a little sad. I, I'll tell you, I've never felt more sad than this second. <laughs> I mean, I just love like these two students, you know, I really have uh, come to admire the, the two of you and the work you do. And that's true of many other students, of course. But and um, frankly, this podcast, I mean, which has now been, well, you might know the data better than I do. Seven years. Have we been doing yep, seven, seven years, years yep. and 280? Two, this will be episode 287. This will be episode 287. That's crazy to think about. So. Yeah, and maybe it's your I've creation, ne- too. And it's my creation, too. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel leaving your baby behind? I mean, I mean, not entirely behind, but... Yeah, so so there are some things maybe like, you know, I, I had a friend ask me, he goes, well, you've run it when it wasn't part of that class before. Mm-hmm. Do you, you want to just run it 
like you know keep doing that after like you're not going to be in class because before it was part of the publication class you know i just used to do it as a like a extracurricular you know after school mm -hmm. but it feels so uh right to have it be part of a class to be honest with you and if i'm really being honest with you some of my favorite episodes in the past have been when i wasn't there like to hear students talking to students yeah frankly i think like that was the ideal from a long time ago but i've just been to um you ever have those things where you like you own it? You have such a vision for it that it's hard to like it's let it go. It's hard to let it go and hand it off. Yeah, I completely understand that. Yeah, that's where I've been the last several years, and and so my friend was was right. I mean, I guess I could kind of keep doing it, but but at the same time, it feels so it feels so right to like make it truly student produced. Feels like I need to yeah. Feels like I need to like let it go. Yeah. If that makes sense. I completely. Yeah. It's like you need to hand it off so it can grow into some like lose that attachment from it. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah, and then let it become what it what it's going to become. You know, we talked. I mean, I and and Adriana. That's why, frankly, like I think you're just a really good person to to own it um, for next year because in a different set of hands. I mean, we have no idea what teacher is going to come in. Um, you know, if they care about a podcast, if they know how to do it, although we've set it up right, Max, where where it can be done. Like it's not going to be overly complex. I don't think we've got it down to a pretty so. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you just don't know where it's going to be with with a new sort of teacher leader. But if we welcome a new student to it um, with enough time to kind of get a few episodes under. Um, her belt in this case, yeah. then you might, you might be more inclined to keep it going next year than if we just said, well, we'll see. Hopefully it exists. Like we can do the good work of like handing it off correctly. And yeah. it seems like the three of us are committed to doing that. Yeah. I mean, ever since I was a sophomore first joining the class, I mean, I always looked at the podcast as like, wow, that's awesome. And like, obviously I, have always been more rooted with the Laker anchor. Like that's always just kind of how it's been. And so I didn't really see opportunity in that side of like the publication class, but it was always just something like in the back of my mind, it was like, dude, if I was doing that podcast, I would love that. Like it's always been something I don't ever see myself like working on a newspaper for like my entire life, but I could see myself doing a podcast for my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. However, you might need to do like the newspaper, the magazine publishing to pay the bills. <laughs> and then the, I don't think the podcast like monetizing unless, well, that's not true. Obviously a lot of people actually have learned how to make money yeah. on a podcast, but well, not me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can you imagine if we had sponsorships here? That'd be awesome. You know, there was a year, you know, so over this seven year journey so far, there's there, we've, we've kind of done that, had little really? bits of like, um, people supported us. That's how we got like over the years, new equipment. When we first started, it was a, a cell phone in the middle of the <laughs> room. Like we had no microphone. No, no. We just trusted that uh, Apple made a good enough uh, microphone <laughs> on their phone <laughs> that we would do it. So we just did voice memos. And then that was how we did it. So that's so back now. And then we went, and then we, every year we went, you know, got better and better equipment. Yeah. We got um, different people, sponsorships from foundations and stuff. 
to uh, give us like the um, what do I want to say subscription rights to um, SoundCloud, which hosts. You know, once you once you have a host, it's easy to push out because you just need yeah. these RSS feeds and that kind of stuff. But but SoundCloud acts as a as a host to the to the mainframe, I guess. So yeah. Yeah. And but, then mm, go ahead. In light of that, like it it just goes to show. That you started out with that, and it's just developed into something that's so, like, extraordinary, like, in my eyes, at least. And I just know, I don't know, it's, like, that's always been a very great feature of yours, that, like, when you see something, you just, like, do it. Like, you just, I don't know, that's just awesome. You just put your mind to it, and you just get it done, and then it's just, like, blossoms into something that we all have, like, learned to cherish, and, like, it's pretty awesome. And I feel like that's even just the entire environment of the class is that it's impossible for me to like look into the future and see it without Mr. Tooney. <laughs> and it kind of sucks that like, I kind of wish I was not Max right now. Like I was graduating le- next uh, year so that I could just, you know, move on from it. But I'm going to have to like, you know, carry this on my shoulders a little yes, bit along yes, with you like, are. you know, Allie and Nora and them. And so. Or Nora, no, yeah, not Nora. So like. Oh yeah, Nora's graduating have, but, too. But, but we have a few people in that class. Yeah. Alexis that are signed up for now and hopefully we'll yeah. get more but alexis i think sam sam i think uh ali you there's a handful there's someone else amelia, amelia amelia and i mean my goodness like you you've established um like an expectation already mm-hmm. this year and i believe i really believe in you all to carry that on yeah. like to not let that go um and whoever comes in listen i mean right you hope whatever teacher take, is willing to take over a class like this, that they're motivated to publish things. And so, I mean, you know, I, I can only assume that a teacher will be excited to preserve what exists, but mm-hmm. also put their own sort of stamp on it, which would be yeah. awesome. Yeah. I think in a sense, it's kind of similar to you letting go of the podcast and the class for me to like have to welcome someone else into this like sacred home of mine. Yeah. Cause publication has become such a huge part of my life and to me it's like impossible not impossible but it's just really hard to think about someone else coming in and taking that place as well as you did and so maybe it's just you know taking a step back and just acknowledging it for what it is and like seeing the beauty and what Mm -hmm. it can be rather than like what it used to be or what it is right now I think um yeah I love the way you're looking at it because you know holding something i don't know if you do this in other parts of your life i i i I am prone to it where you compare things that shouldn't be compared like it's gonna be different yeah right it's just like it's gonna be different and to expect the same is Is sort of probably setting setting yourself up yeah for something yeah either disappointment or, or who knows what i mean i feel like this happens on sports teams all the time new coach comes in right and you're like well that's not how it's supposed to go and it's like well says who i mean i i don't know right i mean there's no there's no established way of of being so you know adriana like you're pretty special to me you know and it's going to be hard to um, not be in your daily life but i also won't it'll be impossible to like not check in on you. <laughs> I mean, so I'd like to see too. the same. I mean, I'm probably going to be texting you every day. Let's with go. Updates. Let's do it. I want to hear the whole thing. Yeah. yeah no. but, poor old me. I'll be gone. I don't even get to have a foot in here anymore. I'll no. Just be, 
oh, there's a new episode. Yeah, how does how does that feel? I mean, like. Well, see, conversely, I feel sad that I'm not you. Yeah. See, because I, well, first of all, I'd love to have just another year here in general. I've loved this so much. I want to keep going. But then with the change, I want to know how it's going to be different. I want to see yeah. that. See that I you want to have experience like a part it. in it. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Well, in your confidence, Maxim, your confidence is boosting now. Like I feel like with the podcast, just your ability to hold. So I should have, you know, in some way, in hindsight, I'd have done it a little bit differently. I'd have forced maybe in October or November. This is part of that letting go. Like, like your your episode with those buddies of yours was amazing. It was so much fun, and like, and you were great. And you holding the conversation was a piece of cake. And and to think like from that you could have grown to then interviewing people you don't know and learning something about them like all of a sudden I start thinking about a student interviewing a student that they don't know and they're trying to like find out it's really exciting and in a way you're growing into that maybe in hindsight I would have had to do that earlier so you could get to that point faster you know you're going to be more like Adriana band-aid ripping off Maxim I should have yeah, in a way, me being around's been you a bit of a tether. Out of like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Max a little, is like get out of my face. Yeah, a little right? anchor <laughs> that I've been for you. But I can tell you're like really um, taking your confidence with this medium is taking off. Would you agree? It definitely has. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it was like that interview that you did on your own was a major part of it? Um, I think so. I think also part of it and. You and you're gonna slap me only because you tell me every time. But I feel like sometimes I don't. I don't want to interrupt to try and get a word in edgewise. And so, in the past, I've had plenty of things to say or whatnot. But the, by the time I get a chance to say them, the time's already gone. Yeah. And not that I'm pointing, you know, <laughs> the finger at you as well. It's like I probably would have been comfortable the whole time. It's just like. Oh, my thing to say, time's gone now because the subject's changed, and it's just you know we'll keep yeah. the flow going. You know. I know. But I'm. I do think it was. So I'm such sure. a an anti-silence guy no, like i just don't have that's me as silence, well i'm know? kind of worried about that and i'm excited to like see how i can grow through the podcast as well because um I, i'm in pure up right and all the time we're always talking about like these really interesting topics and i it's impossible for me to just you know just like zip it and just listen and so you know i've started to like have to force myself into that position where i'm just like you know like intently listening without thinking about what i'm gonna say next mm-hmm. and i think that that is such a big like it's it's like the most important part of like having meaningful conversations with people is like you know just being able to shut up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean for sure, I, I, a podcast doesn't really work well when you're oh, you have three people talking at once. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And for me, I need that like second of silence for me to go. Okay, everyone's done with your thought. Okay, I can keep going. So that way I don't cut you off when you yeah. take a pause or whatever. And I, I need to know you're done talking. So otherwise, I'll feel bad. See, that's just <laughs> see, that's just it. And that's part of like a like a power structure that if a teacher is in the room, I mean, and as much as I try to give my power to my students, I think there's still a power structure yeah. where because that the teacher has also been given to you. Yeah, because by of default, po- right by default, and and so I think like that. You know, you're, you you defer to me because, well, he's the teacher. When in my heart of hearts, I, I don't necessarily want that, but I don't want the silence I have. And because I created it, I have this vision. And that's why maybe like letting go is just kind of beautiful in its own way. I'm really ready to to do that, you know, and just see what it becomes. Makes I'm, I'm excited to Anna. listen. It makes me think about Anna as well with the Laker anchor. I know that's not an ex- 
yeah, deadly related, you, but yeah, what do you? It's some, oh yeah, it's certainly you know the same idea of just yeah. handing it off and having to go, especially online for yeah, like you know she like it feels like all the time she's like oh my god this is my baby like this is my thing. Yeah. And That's exactly how she says it as well. Yeah, it is her baby, and you know it's kind of, a, a, it's a very cherished thing of hers, mm-hmm. and like you know, so is this, and so it's like I'm so excited to like have that handed off to me, but it's also you know, it's gonna be a journey to like make sure that it's like living up to the standard of what <laughs> you guys are gonna expect it to be. Don't ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> One of the the new standard, right? Yeah. Which I think I think when students are talking to students. You're going to, I think it can be more fun to be honest with you. Like I could, I could feel it being more like fun, more sort of relaxed, I guess. But the thing that I'd encourage you to do, of course, is, but don't forget to have some game plan in mind where you're getting more at the core. Because otherwise you scratch the surface on Oh, what's your favorite class? Okay, great. And who's your favorite teacher? Okay, great. Yeah. And, you, you know, and um, you know, all of a sudden you kind of, you, what, what sport do you play and these kinds of things. And then you've not really gotten into any of the depth of their feelings about. Which is a hard thing with the dynamic of, you know, student-student relationships. Exactly. Because if you're interacting with someone you, you don't even know, like, where do you even start? Right. But, you know, I feel like. Me and Max, I feel like we're just like great people for this because I feel like I'm always trying to find those meaningful little dots to peck at someone about, you know? And I feel like Max is the same way. I mean, me and Max sat at the center table alone. I don't even know how that dynamic happened. But when it did, like, me and Max just like, one of us will just say the most random thing and then we're just sparking a conversation that goes on for 30 minutes and talking about, you know, some random thing that's happening. And I don't know why, but it's just like, I feel like I've kind of developed like a good relationship with Max because of that. And it's just like simple things like that is like we don't feel a need to like talk to each other. Like we just kind of it's just an on and off like kind of centered. I don't I don't yeah. know how to explain it, but when well, you're working, you're working, but then there's this uh yeah. yeah. It's, it's nice. just this mutual mm-hmm. understanding of just like, mm-hmm. hey, like I'm here, you know. Mm-hmm. And I and, and I'd say that Adriana like the peer up thing is really helped you be more open to other people. Oh, 100%. So I um, admire your toughness, but you're, you're pretty <laughs> tough. <laughs> and at least in the, at least like last year, maybe, um, how do I put this nicely? No, just, 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 say, just, say, it. just say it. Just say it. That people might've been pretty kind of cold to you, <laughs> right? Like, Oh, she's really brazen. Or again, I, this is something I admire, Yeah. but it could, but that toughness sometimes can shut people off yeah. from you. And I do, at least it's my sense that the peer up, active listening. Oh, in publication being a bit more, too. Yeah. It's, I've had to like force myself to be more welcoming. And I don't think that I was used to doing that as much because, you know, I wanted to just, you know, get my stuff done, focus on myself. Like, you know, that, that selfish sophomore outlook. And then <laughs> now I, I've just, in a sense, I'm halfway towards evolving. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And even then, it was like, no offense to you, it wasn't even like, oh, there's Adriana, she's so welcoming, I should go sit there. <laughs> the, 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 answer, the, the true answer to your question would be, no offense to my old, to my, uh, old Himmel mates, but um, I needed the elbow room. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> a little there's so much space here, there's one person, awesome, yeah. I get my own table. Uh-huh. And I wasn't like, oh my God, like, yay, Max is sitting next to me. I was just like, oh, I kind of just, I like the table to myself, but you know. But then it just like, 
it just worked. I don't know, and I would I wouldn't rather be sitting anywhere else. I mean, like I love our entire class, but I love that center table and. Yeah, it's yeah. like right in the middle of anything. It's right in front of you. So we're just like right in the middle of yeah. everything. Yeah, I like nice. I like it it's too. Nice. I mean, I again, like you say, I mean, space is one thing, but it's nice because you you know you're getting work done if you're here, but then you can also end up in a chat, and that's cool too. And that's so. it's cool because it's not like I feel like unwelcomed at any other part of the room. Like I could just like move to any part of the room, sure. and I feel completely, you know, like happy and like you know, welcomed and everything. Yeah. It's, it's a great dynamic in the class, and I really hope that that continues. So that's one aspect I've taken that I would take pride in. So I try mostly to push off, push off, uh, whatever. Anyone can do this. And I believe that a lot of people can do the things that I've done. I'm not I, – I really do believe that. But one thing I do take pride in is, in this class anyway – creating an atmosphere where, um, yeah, people could sit anywhere and they'd be okay and they could get work done and that would be all right. And, um, I think that's so important in a class where productivity matters. So like, you've got to get like, it's but not like get your stuff done for a grade, yeah. but it's get your stuff done. Cause we need to publish mm -hmm. it. Like we got to do something with it. We got you know? deadlines. Yeah. Man. We got deadlines, you know? And yeah, it's really, it's really cool. And a sense of community. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Nikki asked me, my wife, she goes, how's it feel? How's it feel to like 20 years in the classroom? And how's it feel to go to this different job? And I was like, it feels great. I really love it. She said, how was it telling your classes? You know, I said, my APs, I love them. They're so bright, but they've got these uh, much bigger goals. It's like, I'm, I, I, maybe I have a little influence, but it's a blip. It's a blip, you know, in their experience and I hope it's a good blip but it's quick and they've got other things and I said but telling the publication class was a little harder you know um there are real genuine relationships that build in that class especially um you know Max you've you've been great but I, I've been so lucky that one two three five six students liked it so much last year they took it again this year now that's a program builder you know and adriana's one of those who's and it's like yeah i you know you're special to me and so are the other students who've been in the class for a couple of years and so that that was a little bit harder to say to kind of reveal i, I guess. think that my experience was that with that is that i had um psych before this class and Carl had already someone had mentioned it from one of your AP classes and so I already knew and so I was just waiting for the band-aid to be ripped for you to mention it so I was just sitting in my chair waiting for it and I and I didn't know how, what expression to give you because like <laughs> I was I'm so like happy for you and like I'm really excited but I think that a little part of me was kind of angry and and, and like yeah. really upset and I and I didn't really think that it was as big as I thought but it was like a day last week when I just completely was just like, that's a big change. Yeah. And I think I was just kind of like angry with you for some reason because <laughs> I was like, Toonie, you're such a great teacher, man. Like, what are you doing? Like, this is where the real stuff's at. But then it's like, I have to step back and like not look at it from like, oh, what's being taken away from me? Yeah. It's like, this is, that, that's on, that's like, this is about you. you. This isn't about like, 
it's it's about your relationship with your students to a degree. Yeah, for sure. But but this like change, it's nothing bad is going to come of it. It's like what's good is already there. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, what did you just say? It's not the relationship with the students in in a way it is, but I had a I had a little fear, I have to be honest, yeah. about my relationship with my students. I had this fear that the last I don't know. I I think I'm going to be a worker, you know, in society for mm, 10 to 16 years, you know, some something like that still. And I just had this fear that that relationship with my students would change. You know, um you get you get a uh, 5-hour grading Sundays sometimes as an English teacher. You, you just do. I, I, in 20 years, I haven't found a way around it. Uh, what I've found is a way to do a few less of the, a few, like some number fewer than uh, maybe doing it every other weekend when I was a first teacher, just grading every single thing. And, you know, but sometimes it's like those big old papers need to be, need feedback. I mean, that's the only way students are going to get better. And I, I, I've still been happy to do those. But resentment was somewhere also, and that had not been the case like four or five years ago. And somewhere in the last couple of years, there's been that little bit of like, oh, this is a little harder for me to do, you know. And um, the student relationships have been so critical to my success that I was a little getting a little worried that some of the work would sort of tarnish those, you know. That makes a lot of sense. I don't sense. know. I don't know if it makes sense. It makes sense in my head. It made sense in my head as well. <laughs> I just don't want to become a bitter person, <laughs> you know? I don't feel bitter at all right now, but I, like once in a while I felt a little bit of bitterness about the job and I'm like, "Ooh, I don't want that." Yeah. Are you saying you don't want to be Jack? Like oh, from from our, our episode two episodes ago? Yeah, from our ep- two episodes again. Yeah, yeah, with Gabe. With Gabe, yeah, I don't want to be that guy. You know, I think, um, yeah, you're not asking, but I'm, but I'm telling. I believe in an ideal in the classroom, you know, high energy, really high expectations, but fair and understanding of personal experience that could affect those expectations you know people's home lives or people's relationships with other students in the classroom or abilities different abilities even though you're in the same classroom so huge expectations while also understanding that every individual's expectations need to be different and I believe in that ideal and I guess I've just got I don't know a a little tiny fear that I was losing some of that ideal or that that it was getting a little tarnished or something. And um, I'm a creative dude and I just need to do different things. I think that's the other part of it is like I just need to do other things. You know, um, 10 years theater direction. That was great. Then I got on this little kick of doing um, uh, presentations across the state. That was awesome. Then I got the Fulbright thing. Cool. Get to move to the Netherlands. And then when all of a sudden I'm in the Netherlands doing something totally different, like daily, um, schedule, right? Totally different experience. Wow. Amazing. And so many people who get the Fulbright as a teacher do not go back to their same positions because it just feels like I've experienced something new. But when we came back, 
first of all, I wanted to be a teacher, bring some ideas back, but then COVID hit and I'm like, I had this energy to change, but then COVID and it just feels like, I don't know, COVID just put us all at a standstill. It feels like, and I don't know, been anxious to move around. And so I'm glad I'm doing something different. And I guess, wow, I'm really monopolizing the conversation, but I guess (laughs) what I want to say to you, Max, and what I'd want to say to you, Adriana is like, maybe that's also a gift I can give you is like, keep, changing keep moving keep evolving keep searching the best version of yourself definitely yeah maybe this is just a test to how comfortable i can be with that yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm just i feel like so many things are changing i Mm. mean i mean like we have a new principal like so many things have changed (laughs) just in the school alone but it's true yeah it's true but you know obviously in our personal lives as well things are always changing always i almost swore there but <laughs> but you can <laughs> you can, <laughs> you can. We can i didn't even bother editing it out <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we could put a big old bleep in there you know, something. No. anybody but. who's listening this deep is you know ready for it so that's right <laughs> that's right but yeah um i do want to say though i i am truly happy for you mr tooney thank you and i'm sorry that that first day i probably seemed a little upset with you but i i was but you know mm-hmm. i understand yeah i understand it's not so much with you but you know i understand yeah i, I was definitely happy for you too i my personal feeling i felt obviously you know i think all of us were a little nervous as you know what's class gonna be like next year and so for the seniors there's a different there's a different kind of nervousness mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we won't be here to know yeah but i was also i think after i thought about it and maybe i put too much um uh, I attach too much to emotion to these things. Maybe it's not worth it. But I thought about it, thinking about the podcast, because that's really the only thing I do in that yeah, class. Yeah, yeah, And going, I'm like the end of the Toonie era. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, I'm experiencing <laughs> the last of it. And then yeah. as he goes, I go. And Adriana now is our one bridge into what it's going to be like next. And I'm like, am I worthy to really, like, help put, like, put the cap on the end of seven years of what this podcast has been like and you know for when it changes next year and i was like that's not me you know oh, I yes feel, you oh, is, yes you felt, are like, I'm, oh, I'm, what are you talking about maybe not maybe greedy is not the right word but it's like you're such an awesome dude and i'm getting like not the tail end of your awesomeness because that is eternal but you know yeah. the tail end of <laughs> that right here at this table in this classroom you know thank you it is um yeah yeah, I guess that's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I think that that's true. I mean, I, you know, I'll be um, moving out of this space. Yeah, that I've been in for a long time, you know. Yeah, I it's mean, weird. You, you, you know, you get to experience it how it has been for seven years for one 40, 45 minute maybe episode. And then after that, it'll be us two for a couple, then you unless you find someone else. Yeah. And that by the time someone else comes on, a year from now oh, because wow. it's because it'll most likely you'll be graduating oh my goodness because it <laughs> could most likely be an underclassman that person might not know mr tooney yes yeah. might not know of you yeah and that's incredibly different we gotta carry on the legacy i mean we should <laughs> write a book about mr tooney and keep it right um right up on the whiteboard <laughs> Yeah, you guys go for that. That sounds like the worst <laughs> book of all time. It's like, just a yearbook. It's just all the memories of 
our class. Share, share your oh, actually, that would be fun. We should do a few, like, uh, we should do a best of, you know, pictures of from the yearbook or something and ha- uh, whatever. We can it's figure just, that out. But. I think the biggest thing that devastates me is, Mr. Tooney, you, we have, you have been an amazing mentor for me, you know, like for like the only couple of years that I've been part of this class. I mean, you have supported me in ways that I didn't even think that don't even make sense to me and it just devastates me because it's like what what happens when the next Adriana comes yeah and then it's like she's not gonna have Mr. Tooney or he's not gonna have Mr. Tooney and then it's just like damn (laughs) yeah 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 but thanks Mm -hmm. and it's just like Mm -hmm. to me that is the greatest thing that you could ever give me is not just you know the skills that I've gotten from the class, not just, you know, being my teacher, but, you know, being my friend and like mm-hmm. being there for me and like understanding me. <laughs> and that's like really awesome. Yeah. yeah that's so. what friends are for. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Nothing. It's just you find friends in the most, you know, unforeseen places. It's like, Mr. Tooney, you're just like some crazy guy that I was just like, oh another teacher (laughs) and then it was just like bam just like boom in your face like you have no choice but to you know like make up relationship with me and it wasn't like I was forced into it it was like it was like you just it was I kind of I wasn't forced into I don't know how to put it but it was just like you were always there and it was just impossible for me to not fall into that yeah if that makes sense Mm mm-hmm because it was there was just always a constant support in the classroom and it was just always such a supportive environment and I felt like an entire new part of me came out because of this class yeah I um yeah there are people I feel like um thank you maybe that's what I should say thank you uh, there, there are people in the past, you know, students who have all the makings of greatness. To me, that means like creative, assertive, empathetic, who just don't, you know, ha- necessarily. And when I say the means, I'm not just saying money. I mean, that could be part of it. But the means, the, the 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 manipulation of the system, you know. So so I like a school system. I've spent my entire time in it. But there's a way to like get it to work for you, or you know, a lot of students don't know how to get it to work for them, and then it works against you, you know, or or it can't. I mean, whether it be doing what it takes for like finding the right classes or doing what it takes to get good enough scores that you're then in a position for certain types of scholarships or certain um, groups to be in or you want to get yourself with the right people you know what I mean and I've always been drawn to people who have all the skills but maybe just haven't figured out how to make the system for them and um so I hope I'm like saying that in an honoring way because I think you maybe could have figured it out, but like you have all the skills and I just wanted to help get the system to help you too, you know, and not just like 
you're on your own, but like there's a system of people support um, things that can help you get where you want to go. Otherwise that hill, that hill can be too hard to climb. You know, if you don't know that those things exist, that, that hill can be too hard to climb. It really can be. And so uh, I think of a few students in my life um, where I've really poured a lot of attention and care because I wanted to. And uh, yeah, you're, you're one of them, you know, every single person, every single person. uh, So Adriana, you're one of those, those um, people for sure. And every single person who's worked on this podcast. So like Maxim, there have been, so seven years make seven. Well, we had one year where we tried to have a couple of different people. So I don't know, maybe there have been eight or nine student producers total in seven years, part of the 285 episodes, 287. I don't know, we'll be in the 290s by the time the year ends, right? And uh, it takes a special, we talked about this actually, what kind of a person does it take to run a podcast? Empathetic has to be number one. I mean, it just has to be, you have to be able to like talk to anyone, right? You can totally do that. Oh I mean, yeah, <laughs> Maxim can totally do that. I think Adriana, you can't. You're more available now to do that than you were <laughs> a year or two ago. Do you yeah. agree with that? I completely agree with you. Yeah, so yeah. that's because of probably several factors, but maybe this class, maybe peer up, maybe these other clubs. I mean, now now you're even running in circles with school foundation and like <laughs> you're doing good things. But Maxim is so empathetic creative right like okay what makes an interesting conversation like your theater training really helps you with that but you also have to be like if people are only those two things sometimes they don't get the job done because there's something about being business-like with this that really is important you have to professional yeah Yeah, that's good that's a good word you got to be professional you got to pay attention to deadlines otherwise it it doesn't happen, you know. So anyway, you've been amazing too. So yeah, I'm sorry. I find I find that funny. Obviously, knowing my myself, I am horrible with having drive to do much. Just because I don't know. Not, Is that not, right? Not that I not that oh, I procrastinate much. I do on some things, but I tend to have in a lot of things a lack a lack of motivation, mm-hmm. and not I don't think any third party thing going on. I just of all the things in life, I tend to lack a drive to do something, huh. whether it's learn something new, do something I want to do, or just go out and do whatever. And so it's like I can, I've kept this going and try to make sure I get everything you know, done by the next Monday, get my recording done, because I know it has to be done. And not that I'm the kind of guy to do my week, my all in work on a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Yeah. I hate it so much. Yeah. But like, it feels weird that somehow this is this has become like the one thing that has become regular in my life that I'm always doing, I'm always business-like. And so, of course, you know, <laughs> it would appear to you that yeah. I'm getting everything done. But yeah. little did you know, you know, in third hour, I was doing my homework assigned for Friday. And <laughs> now, I may have forgotten to do that. But, uh-huh. you know. Got it, got it. Okay, <laughs> got it. Oh, I feel I like know. I'm similar. Maybe that's like an odd pattern to be seen in the publication class because I don't, I don't find myself a very driven person. I'm just driven about things that I love doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. How do you determine? Mostly. How do you determine that though? Like, um, how do you determine what you love to do? Like, what is what? How do you know what that is? I don't think I know. I think I just feel it. I mm-hmm. think it's just subconscious. It's like, I think I enjoy being a dependent person, 
And so it's like when people are depending on me, I'm, I'm going to get it done. Yeah. It's like I remember last year, I have this terrible memory. We were handing out yearbooks. And I handed out a yearbook to the wrong girl. And I was just so, I was just so devastated about it. I was, <laughs> I was crying. I was oh, no. so devastated about it. And it's, and I think that a part of that showed because it's just like being there for people, like being, like being able to take like initiative and like have people depend on you is very important to me. And so like, to me, it's like when I'm surrounded by people that I care about, like their opinions and I care about like how they think of me, but also like I care about them as a person. Mm. Like for example, like peer up. I, I love everybody in that group. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I love Carl, like you and him are like both very big mentors to me. And so it's like with things like that, it's just like, why would I rather be doing anything else? Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, What about you? Like, what's it, what's it, how do you know when to be, when to care? Mm -hmm. Well, see, I think I see it differently because there are things I'm very passionate. Like I love music and I like to write music Mm -hmm. and I, and nine times out of 10, I never find the drive to actually just sit down and do it or to like, learn how to sit down and play a piano or guitar, both things I want to learn how to do. And mm-hmm. I just don't. I have the resource to, I just don't have the motivation. And I feel like part of my motivation for this is that I also think I see it kind of as like an honor because this is a really cool thing. This is a big thing to do. And out of, you know, more or less, the whole school of students you have to do, you picked me. Yeah. Right? And so yeah. I feel, and part of that, I have yeah. something to uphold here and I also don't want to disappoint you. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... There are definitely other things in my life that I like. I like to do theater, yeah. And on my lines, I tend to procrastinate a little bit. This year, I found myself more pressed for time than procrastinating. Okay. But I think it's just—I don't know. I guess in yeah, in some ways, you just kind of know. But at the same time, for me, I think maybe I'm just weird, and sometimes things will hit me and go, "I'd love to do this, and I want to do it," and other times I'll just go, "I can't," whether I like it or not. I'll just go. Yeah. I I just can't do it. I can't yeah. bring myself to do something, yeah. e- even something that I, I want to do or that I like to do. I'm just like. Mm-mm. Yeah, <laughs> I can. Uh, I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a. I mean, I think we all. We know, all have really these moments. Well, like, yeah. for me, like eating well. <laughs> I know I should do it. <laughs> but then sometimes it's just like, uh-huh. this is the biggest priority right <laughs> exactly. now. Exactly. So. Mm-hmm. You guys, uh, man, this is, listen, I mean, I could keep chatting, but I know we did, it's already been 43 minutes or something like that. So, but it's weird because the end of this is the end, the end of this for me. So that's strange. Yeah. So that's weird. Um, after, uh, I, I think I've, no, that's not true. I was going to say, I think I've been on all two, but that's not true. I've not been on all. 280 whatever episodes we've had Fruitport. This has been such a great joy. Muskegon High School for several years. Fruitport now for several years. Grand Haven joined us for several years. And probably forget, I know I'm forgetting some schools because we had some schools share some stories just sort of sporadically. Um, so that's that's really great. But uh, yeah, so but I've been on a lot of them and it's been a great pleasure to talk to students of all types you know, and really learn from them. And, and I, but I, but I like, I like the future. I think the future is in great hands, you know, Adriana. And, scary. and I also think that, um, I think it's going to feel different. Like, you know, but that's okay. Like the podcast can change, right. And should, should change. Um, and so I feel good about that. Like, I don't, I don't feel worried about that at all. So 
in most episodes, you always mention you love to sit here. You love to learn, and that's like one of the big things to share with your motto is you learn from other people. Yeah. Toonie, it's been eight, 287 episodes now. What have you learned? Oh, that's, that's a great question. <laughs> See, Max? Yeah, it's a good one. Um, I have learned to listen, um, be better at that. I have learned that we have more in common than than like if we if we take time we have more in common than we might seem face to face so so one of the things i've said is like if i get a person in here for 35 minutes 40 minutes we're going to find commonality but might not find it in the halls mm-hmm. right so i think a lot of students are just passing by each other making assumptions they have nothing in common. If we could sit each other down for 30 minutes, I think we'd actually find something. Um, so that I've learned. Yeah. I've learned that uh, students are awesome. I, that, I, that, that, I didn't learn that. It was confirmed. <laughs> I always thought it, but there, I've learned, you know, I know that's been confirmed. Kids are cool. Teenagers are cool. Like, um, um, yeah, they, they're really interesting. have, developed um interests and and hobbies and ways to view the world that uh, that are established i mean they're they're going to change but i hope we all sort of are up for changing our points of view and so um yeah i learned teenagers are really great and capable you know has that did you did that opinion previously change since after you became uh, since after you were done being a teenager because of course you were. <laughs> I'd hope you were one. You didn't just you know crawl out of all you know the black lagoon somewhere. Hello, well, I'm twenty. Yeah, twenty seven. <laughs> obviously, as a teenager, you had those too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. You know. Yeah. I guess it's. Yeah, it's changed from being a teenager. I guess to then. Um, you know, I remember right out of high school. This will be interesting for you, Max, and and in a year, Adriana, for you, which is to think like, wait, when I'm done here, what does this mean to me? When I'm done at Spring Lake High School, what does it all mean to me? Am I, do I just want to constantly, and, and it's fine. I'm not saying it's bad. Do I want to keep checking in on people because I have friends who are underclassmen and I just, you know, and I, I want to stay connected to that space or do I want to break it? for a while and see what I can do on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess, I don't know. Maybe in a way you're graduating from high school all over again. <laughs> for, for a second time, for mm-hmm. another time. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think maybe that's true. <laughs> I feel like teachers are so like intertwined with like the atmosphere of a high school that they just kind of fit to the norms of it in a way. If that makes sense. Like, I see I see clicks in teachers. It's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, boy. That's a whole other, <laughs> That's a whole other but ball of wax. Minutes. Yeah, no kidding. That's funny because I think, I mean, you know, it's inevitable, right? Mm-hmm. In any group of uh, X amount of people, you get different types of friends. But, mm-hmm. but I think, again, I think that we're adult enough to know, um, like, we can, we can work together and we can, we mm-hmm. can do it, so... You know, you're asking about being a teen, you know, it'll be interesting after high school. I think I wanted a clean break. I wanted some kind of clean break. I didn't come back to 
homecoming games or when I went to college, I, I went to college and that's what I did. I didn't go far from college in some way. And then of course, um, I become a parent, you know, at 26. I mean, I moved away for a while, but 26, all of a sudden I'm a parent and I'm like, you know what? That community is pretty awesome and did a lot for me, like helped me a lot when I was a teenager. I think I want that for my own children. And so, you know, came running back when I knew I was going to be a, a parent. I was like, the th what I felt from that community is what I want my own children to feel. And so that's what spurred coming back. And so then now, yeah, you view teens, yeah, differently again. So, yeah. And I worry about... I worry about losing touch with uh, contemporary music and pop music now that I'm not going to be around <laughs> teenagers every single day. Because oh I'm like, gosh. you know, I get all my movie recommendations I think that's one thing from I won't teenagers miss. and stuff. It's the Harry Styles Come singing on. breaks in the classroom. <laughs> You're do, always humming a tune. I do love, it's Maybe currently Miley Cyrus. I'm going to have to cut that out da, now. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. Hey, take the real Copyright. song. That's true. Copyright. Maybe Miley will hear it and she'll be like, oh, I got to go. Maybe Miley that. will join the podcast. Let's go. Like Come on, Miley. <laughs> there we go. So, anyway. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I don't know. It's a heavy conversation oh. I think we just had. I, I think, think I it cleared a lot of questions for me, though. I'm glad I got to see it more from your perspective as well. Yeah. It definitely settled some emotions. Good. So. And thanks for being honest about yours, too. I mean, I think. Oh, of you course. Know, you can't. I mean, I was thinking about not doing it. Yeah. But I'm glad I did. Were you ever thinking, of, were you, in the last week since I told people, were you like, I think I'll drop the class? Oh, no. Good. Phew. Okay. Because no. I'm like, good. That was never a thought in my excellent. mind. Perfect. Great. I mean, good, 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 good. Because I, I, I mean, you, Allie. Amelia, Alexis, Sam, the ones who are going to take the class are the ones who are going to set the standard. Like as much as teachers are, are great, like you can set the standard, especially yeah. if you find out who the teacher is. You know, I'm going to start standing you just in front start, of the room. Yeah. I'm going to start inviting Dan over. Dave? Yeah, Dan? Dan. Dan. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Busses, our Justin's mm -hmm. guy. So, all right. I'll cut out that you called him Dave Farmer. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so confusing. All right. David. David, Dan, David, Dan Tooney? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that guy. So, um, as I hope you both know now, um, there's one final question to ask for this <laughs> podcast. So, if you guys could give everybody listening any piece of advice, what would it be? Well, Mr. Tooney, is this your first time answering this question? Maybe have you answered I, it once I, Maybe once <laughs> before. I, I think, think I got an been. interview early on about, yes, from Elise, I think, early on. So, so that's seven years ago. I guess. Yeah, I haven't. We'll have, we'll have to maybe talk later on about how maybe that's changed. I wonder what I said. I don't remember what I said then. But I know what I want to say now. Well, now we'll have to do a, a quick five-minute second part. Go back and listen and figure <laughs> <Yeah>. it out. <laughs> do you want to go first or me? Uh, you, can, you, you can start off. Okay. Um, I would tell people to be creators, make stuff. Um, I really put a lot of value into making stuff. So I love thinkers. Mm -hmm. I really do. It's fun to go on walks and think. It's fun to think on your own. It's fun. I like thinking. 
but we can i've found i can really just spin my wheels in thinking mm-hmm. and just not create anything this this podcast was a product of being like i have no idea how to podcast at all but i do know that stories bring people together so i just want to tell stories that's it that's that and and then and that's we, all it had to be and then we put a phone out there <laughs> you know and did it and Beautiful. so i learned that way back from being in theater create create creating's cool it feels so good and then to share it with people yeah so that's what i would say to to other people that that can be sports it can be arts it can be literary it can be mathematical and and logical but create create things create something that matters it can be technical of course it can be automotive it can be anything but when you make something or or fix something or 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 have an idea and put it into reality. It's a feeling that uh, it's yours. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's what I, that's what, that's, that's a a my one. advice. Um, I feel like, especially towards any high schoolers listening, if any high schoolers do listen to this podcast, be a little selfish. I mean, that seems off-putting, but I feel like being a little selfish is what has allowed me to be creative and you know allow myself to have passion projects and really allow myself to grow into who I am and I feel like being selfish also helps you be selfless in the sense that you if you are more secure in yourself you can be more beneficial to those around you so focus on yourself a little bit while not hurting others. <laughs> <laughs> well, not, they, they, that's a nice little caveat, actually. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a nice added touch. I love it. I love it. Good stuff. Yeah. I like it. It's it's different. That's honestly not unexpected, but I think in general, because usually when you go, what what advice do you want to give everybody? Be selfish. Take it all for yourself. <laughs> you know? Like, it's definitely not right what you expect to hear right away. And I definitely get it. You know, yeah. like, like you have to want it, yeah. and you have yeah. to want to take it and have yeah. it over everyone yeah. else. Yeah. You yeah. are the biggest part of your own life. So, you know, give yourself some grace, give yourself some time to yourself, put yourself on your calendar and, yeah. you know, do that yeah, for like other it. people. Do that for the people you love. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Good stuff, everybody. Um, I guess this is not the last time it will be said, but it will be the last time I say it. Thanks you. Thank you uh, both for being on the Share Chair podcast. Much love. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Of course. Thank you, David Tooney, for being on the Share Chair yeah, podcast. Thank you. you Thanks for it. having me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for this week's episode of the Share Chair podcast. Follow us at Facebook, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Twitter at The Share Chair, and be sure to listen on our Spotify and SoundCloud or on our website, thesharechairpodcast.com. This has been the Share Chair podcast. Until next time.